Welcome to the Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Ketia Gustav, and I'm here to help you develop an emotionally healthy, passionate relationship. On this podcast, we'll be tackling the hard stuff you might be embarrassed to talk about. My goal is to support you through the tough stuff. And that starts with giving you the tools you need to have those tough conversations with your partner. So let's jump in. Welcome to another episode. Today we are going to talk about intimacy. And I want to walk you through an assessment of how to figure out what's missing when it comes to feeling connected to your partner. And so I'm going to start with this article that I came across online. Um, I was Googling physical intimacy. No, I was Googling intimacy in marriage. And I came across this article that walked people through what to do if your marriage is lacking intimacy. And this was from a Christian blog. And it basically went into how marriage is a covenant and how you both belong to God and you need to dedicate time to spend with each other, to have, you know, sex and intimacy. And I felt like there was a disconnect because yes, marriage is a sacred covenant that you make before God. Yes, hopefully, you know, we're both consecrated to God. Um, but just because you make time for sex and physical intimacy does not mean that you are going to feel more connected to your partner as a result. As a matter of fact, when you have sex and you don't already feel connected to your partner, for some people, sex makes it even more obvious and it actually ends up making you feel even more disconnected than ever because you're kind of just going through the motions, right? And so today I want to talk about how to really nurture intimacy in your relationship because there needs to be a foundation set in order for you to feel connected emotionally to your partner and from there all of the other things that we want to experience the romance the affection the pursuing of big goals together um, all of those other things are going to come only after you've built that solid foundation of emotional connection and emotional intimacy in your marriage or in your relationship so today i want to walk you through how to set that foundation or what should be in your emotional foundation in your relationship, okay? So the premise for um, this assessment that I'm gonna do with you is this article that I came across where uh, this marriage and family therapist, her name is Susan Gadua Pease. I hope I'm saying her name properly. She wrote this book <clears throat> about uh, what to do when you're thinking about getting divorced. And she explained how every marriage has a hierarchy of needs, okay? Now, I don't know if you guys have ever come across Maslow's hierarchy of needs, 
but he was a psychologist who came up with this theory that humans have a hierarchy of needs. And at the very, the very most basic need that all humans have is uh, the need to be able to survive, right? Um, you need food, you need shelter. And then on top of that, you need to feel safe, right? Safety is another very foundational need. And so he said that only after these needs are met, like these very basic needs, can a person then think about personal development and, you know, reaching for goals and all of these other things. And so, um, so that theory kind of helps to explain why, you know, if you're in survival mode, if you don't know where your next meal is coming from, then you may not be able to focus at school or focus at work, right? So this lady, her name is Susan Gadoapiz. She postulates that the same way humans have a hierarchy of needs, a relationship also has a hierarchy of needs. And so just like Maslow's hierarchy, she said, you need to feel safe in your relationship. And it's not just physical safety, but also emotional safety. So if you feel like you're lacking connection in your relationship, you need to look at the foundation of your relationship to see, do I feel safe? Because if you don't feel connected to your partner, it may be because one of these elements of safety is missing. So I thought about what makes me feel safe with my husband. I thought about what other people have told me about their problems in their relationship. And so I wanted to kind of give you a list that you can go through and kind of ask yourself, is this present in my relationship? And how can I have more of this if it is missing or if there's not enough of it? Okay, so we are going to go ahead and get started. So <clears throat> emotional safety needs. I think one of the most basic safety needs that we need in order to feel connected um, to our partner is commitment. I need to know that you are fully invested in our relationship and that I never have to worry about, is your attention straying? Are you um, involved somehow with someone else? Do I have any reason to worry about your fidelity, right? Commitment is one of the most basic emotional safety needs in a relationship. And if your um, relationship, if you guys have been through infidelity, if one of you has committed infidelity in the past, this emotional safety need um, is was basically destroyed, right? And you have to rebuild this foundational thing in your relationship the the idea that you are committed 100% to your partner, right? Without that trust of commitment, it's going to be very hard to build any type of 
intimacy or closeness or connection because there's always going to be a question in the back of the person's mind is this person fully committed to me are they being faithful to me or are they doing something else in the background that i don't know about right and i'm just oblivious of am i missing any signs so commitment is a very foundational very very important emotional safety need in a relationship so think about do you feel like your partner is 100 percent committed to your relationship another commitment that we need in a relationship is the idea that you are fully invested in your decision making to the advancement of our family of our unit right some partners have trust issues in their relationship not because there was fidel infidelity but because the person has made decisions that has jeopardized the family's uh, survival in the past, right? Like if, if your partner um, sometimes makes very risky financial decisions or if they handle money poorly or if they have a an addiction of some kind where, you know, a lot of your money, your family's finances are going down the drain as a result of that addiction, that is all going to cause a fundamental shift in the relationship because now you have to figure out how the family is going to survive, right? So you have to be able to trust that your partner's decision-making reflects a deep commitment to the advancement and to the well-being of the family unit. So if your partner has made decisions in the past that you feel you didn't agree with, that put you guys at risk for financial ruin, or just, you know, their addiction is just causing them to show up in the relationship in a way that's emotionally unhealthy or damaging to your kids. All of those are going to create a feeling of um, that you're not safe, right? It's going to cause an issue of emotional safety. So that the the issue of is my partner being faithful to me and does my partner's decision making reflect a commitment to the well-being of our family i think that those are super important emotional safety needs the idea of commitment all right so that's number one number two is acceptance do you feel like your partner fully accepts and embraces who you are? And I think that this one is, is hard for people who grew up in super religious conservative environments because it's almost like you never you never really get to fully develop a sense of who you actually are. And it's it's very easy to go through life with, you know, this super religious facade, but deep down inside, your identity is not fully developed. So in, in the case of my marriage, 
you know, when my husband and I, we got married, we were both super religious, but then as time went on and our beliefs started to shift and we started to deconstruct and decolonize our beliefs, um, a lot of the things that we used to believe in started to shift. And I remember my husband having this conversation with me where he was like, you know, I'm, I'm just so scared that you are going to no longer accept me or want to be with me if I'm no longer this super religious person that I was when we first met. And he explained to me how, you know, he, he had stopped wanting to go to church, uh, like for over a year, but he was still going because number one, he wanted to spend time with us. And number two, he felt like he wasn't sure if I would accept him as a non-church goer, right? And so the acceptance in a relationship is so important, at least to me, because throughout life, you're going to change. You're going to grow. You may not believe the exact same things you used to or express them in the exact same way. And I know during the pandemic and COVID, you know, a lot of us millennials, our belief started to shift um, as, you know, George Floyd and um, I forgot the name of the young man who was jogging and um, who was chased and murdered by those two men. Um, All of those things happening and seeing the response of a lot of these evangelical pastors to it. And, you know, even within my own denomination, like it just gave me the ick for church institutions. And um, I just started to withdraw and I, and I slowly stopped attending church too. Um, so I, I haven't been back to church physically since I would say February or March of 2020. And I stopped like listening to sermons and stuff for a while, um, probably toward the, the end of that year of 2020 going into 2021. And now I've slowly started to start listening to podcasts. I still can't listen to a sermon but I do listen to certain podcasts where people are actively decolonizing and deconstructing certain beliefs. So the idea of acceptance um, is a fundamental human need. And I think that in a marriage, you want to feel like your partner knows your different facets like your hobbies, your, you know, your dreams, your goals, and they are going to not just accept it, like tolerate it, but they actually like those parts of you. And that's what really, what acceptance is. It's not just you're tolerating me like, oh yeah, you like to, you know, listen to K-pop. Okay. But it's also like, I will like look for ways to, enjoy those things with you or at least show an interest or at least acknowledge your interest like i will go and you know plan an activity where you can go and enjoy the things that you want to do or we will include it in the family budget where you can go and pursue things that reflect and nurture who you are right and so i think that acceptance is 
crucial. And in order to have acceptance, you know, each person in the relationship needs to be actively um, working on themselves to be able to acknowledge those things about themselves, right? And so as you get to know yourself, as you evolve in your relationship, you always want to continue having these conversations about what are my values? What are my beliefs? What's important to me right now at this stage in my life? You want to have those conversations because, again, you are going to change. You are not going to stay the same person. And in order to feel truly connected to each other, you want to keep getting to know the people that you are becoming so that you can stay connected. So that's acceptance. So number one was commitment. Do you feel like your spouse or your partner is fully committed to you and to the well-being of the relationship? Number two is acceptance. Do you feel like your partner truly sees and embraces every facet of who you are. Number three is honesty. Hey, this is Ketsia, your relationship coach. I am so happy that you're listening to this episode and I would love it if you could help spread the word. If you could go ahead and share this episode with somebody who needs it, maybe it's your partner you want to share this episode with and talk through some of the things that were said, I would love to help you guys have that conversation. Um, Please feel free to share this link with a friend or a family member. And the other thing I would love for you to do is to head over to Instagram. Find me at Evolving Wife and hit that follow button because I try to get on there every day to share something that's helpful for my tribe so that you guys can continue your growth journey and continue to work on your relationship. So we're going to head back to the episode right now, but remember to share this episode and remember to follow me on Instagram. Let's go back to the show. Um, honesty is huge for me. If I have to even ask myself, if you're telling me the truth, um, I, I want, I don't want anything to do with you. Right. So that's one thing that I appreciate about my husband is that he has always been super honest. Um, and I've never had to doubt his word. If he says he's going to do something, he follows through on it. And he is also very courageous about um, expressing how he feels about something. And, you know, I think in a relationship, you want, you don't want to hurt your partner, right? But you also don't want to hide the truth from your partner. So honesty is super important, not just when it comes to... um, being faithful and fidelity, but also when it comes to telling your partner how you feel, right? Sometimes we try to hide how we truly feel to spare our partner's feelings. When in reality, when you're able to just be 100% 
honest and upfront about how you feel about something to your partner, now you're giving them room to give you empathy, to give you comfort. And I'm not just talking about, you know, like, oh, you hurt my feelings when you did this, but also, you know, be honest with them about your struggles. And I know that this is hard for a lot of men because men are conditioned to put on this facade that they can handle anything and they're conditioned to suppress their emotions. So it's hard for them, you know, sometimes to even admit or be able to tell how they're feeling. And so honesty and vulnerability in your emotions is super important because this is the opportunity for your partner to be able to show you empathy. And when you open up to your partner and you're met with empathy, guess what? You're going to want to open up even more. And so it creates a cycle of empathy and um, just giving and receiving love that makes the connection even stronger, right? So when you are vulnerable and honest with your partner about your feelings, about your thoughts, about your struggles, it creates a really nurturing environment for you guys to grow and build together. So that's honesty. Do I feel like my partner tells me everything? or the, the most important things? Do I feel like my partner is transparent and vulnerable about how they're feeling and what they're thinking and what they're going through? If it doesn't come off that way, if it doesn't feel that way, then that is something that you can have a conversation about, about how to create a space where you both feel safe to open up about how you truly think and feel. All right, and then... The fourth emotional safety need is solace, which I kind of just talked about, right? When we are going through life's ups and downs, we want to be able to trust that our partner is going to be there for us to lean on. They're going to be a shoulder for us to cry on and we will be met with empathy, right? And, and, and help and encouragement and nurturing. So that is the fourth emotional safety need that I want to share with you today is solace. Do you feel like if something made you cry, you could go to your partner and they would receive you with open arms and try to comfort you? Or do you feel like they would withdraw or be indifferent, right? A relationship an intimate relationship needs to have these four things in it in order for you to feel connected and in order for you to build and grow together. If one of these four things is missing, it doesn't matter like how much sex you have, there's always going to be a piece missing because those safety needs are not being met. So you're never going to truly be able to fully connect with each other until these four things are present in the relationship. So I'm going to go over them again. Commitment, acceptance, honesty, and solace. You could replace solace with empathy, I feel like, 
Um, so solace or empathy. Do you feel like your spouse or your partner empathizes with you consistently, right? So if one of these four things is missing, you want to be able to have a conversation about what can I do or what do I need from my partner in order to feel like they're fully committed? What do I need from my partner in order to feel fully accepted? What do I need from my partner in order for me to feel like they are 100% honest and vulnerable with me? And number four, what do I need from my partner in order for me to feel like they are a place of solace and empathy for me? Once you have this foundation um, set in your relationship, then you can start to talk about romance. Then you can start to talk about pursuing, you know, big financial goals and building generational wealth. But before all of that, we need to make sure that we are truly, truly connected. So I hope that this episode was helpful and encouraging to you. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. K-A-Y at evolvingwife.com. This is Ketsia and I will see you next week. That is all for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. Please remember to share this episode with a friend and to leave me a review. I love to hear what you guys think about these episodes. And you can even feel free to email me at k at evolvingwife.com, K-A-Y at evolvingwife.com. Let me know. Um, what questions you would like me to answer in these episodes and what topics you'd like me to cover. Or you can even contact me on Instagram and let me know what you think about the episodes there. I would love for you to join my email list and I'm going to leave a link in the show notes for you to use if you would like to become part of my email list and get early access and early notifications to things that are going on, such as podcast episodes, upcoming classes, free resources. I want you to know about everything. And so I would love for you to join my email list and I'm leaving a link in the show notes. That is all for today. Um, Have an amazing rest of your week and I will see you next time.